0: once again is on and welcome to another episode of it's about damn time podcast i'm Jared damn and this week after the week that was <laughs> with elections and your head spinning with news and things of that nature we need a break we need something positive that's why you're here and i thank you for listening So let me get on into it. Without further ado, it's about damn time that I spoke to IFBB professional Brittany Campbell. The BB stands for bodybuilder because Brittany has been a professional in this sport, an international professional, I mind you, in this sport since 2015. So Brittany brings a wealth of knowledge on fitness um, and she's going to answer the questions that I've always wanted to know. You know how is it like backstage in competitions? Um, you know, w- you know what sacrifices you know do you need to make in order to be a bodybuilder? And the biggest question of all: What do I need to do to get this summer body going? So she's gonna help me sculpt this Adonis body. <laughs> all in this episode, this and so much more. So sit back, relax. Listen to Britney and me. It's about damn time. I've
1: been money for all my 10 years. And this tale ends on the undersea. And all of its glory. Here I tell my story.
0: Okay. Let me just tell you this, right? Like, not only have I been a fan of you for years, like, your family, because I I feel like I've been following your entire family on yeah. social media for years. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. Okay. It's the, it's the lovely and talented Brittany Campbell. It's on with me. Uh, thank you for for joining. Yeah, no problem, no doubt. And uh, usually, what I like to do is I like to do like a little known fact, and that was my little known fact: the fact that I've probably been following your you know your family for like. So so Jessica and Sonya, yeah, I've been I've been following them for like for like forever. So I'm like
1: oh, awesome.
0: you know, Siege magazine, everything. So yeah. So uh, it was like the fact that I hit you up in the inbox and you were like, Yeah, I'll do it. I was like. <laughs> 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 too
1: easy. too easy.
0: So how how's everything going today?
1: Everything's
2: going really well. It's Friday. So my Fridays are typically pretty chill. It's like I'm kinda closing out the week and um tomorrow's Halloween, so um, yeah. this, uh, tomorrow's going to be laid back for me too. I am going to pass out candy for the kids uh, with me all day. We're going to do that together. Uh, but okay. that's it. So my week, my work week, um, is pretty much done as far as clients go. I try to keep everybody Monday through Friday the best mm. that I can. Um, so my Fridays, you know, I just kind of unwind and unravel from the week, and then start to prepare for the next week.
0: Okay, because I, I I definitely uh, want to get into how how things go in a, in a day in a life. Um, uh, uh, a little later on, but I guess the first question is how, how do you get started? I, Cause I know little to nothing basically from your Instagram, little to nothing about bodybuilding. How do you get started in bodybuilding or more specifically, how did you get started?
1: Well,
2: getting started is not that difficult. How I got started, I started kind of like you. It was like, I didn't know anything about it. I was just a gym rat on my own. Um, I've always been into fitness and playing sports. And so there was a local gym here where I was going to train in the morning and it was a suggestion. There was a girl at the gym that competed and she was kind of persistent. Her name is Jay Coleman. She just got married recently. Congratulations to her. Uh, she was kind of persistent about just like, Hey, Brittany, you got to try this. Like you could do it. And I just took her up on the recommendation and that was, uh, over seven years ago. And I've been doing it ever since. So, um, what she did was she introduced me to a gentleman that was a coach. He was actually coaching her at the time. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of taught me how to train for bodybuilding, how to diet, um, how to pose and all that stuff. And so there are um, what are called coaches in the sport Mm -hmm. and she connected me to one at the time. And that's how I got started. And I've been doing it ever since.
0: Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so I read somewhere. So you, you, you've been doing it for seven years, but you officially been a pro for five years, right?
1: Six,
0: six, uh,
2: I was only an amateur for eight months,
0: wow, wow,
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's, good. and then, um, they have uh like steps you take, like you get um nationally qualified, then you do a national show, then you can earn professional status, and I just went through those steps. It took me eight months, of course, that's not the most typical, but some people do it faster, some people it's a game of years, uh but for me, it was eight
1: months
0: wow that is that is quite impressive, mhm. I can't. I can't even imagine being a. Pro. It took me years to be a pro at the job I got now. <laughs> so I can't even imagine eight months. Yeah. So, so talk to me about. Um, talk to me about. How, you know, was so you said the transition is fairly easy going. You know, being from an amateur to a pro, but h- how has your life changed since you become? You know, you got into it and you become a pro. How, how has things changed? Uh, I
2: mean, I, I've always. Been into sports, like I said. So I'm used to discipline and structure, sacrifice, you know, like I'm used to those things. Being in this, um, or I guess now I'm a lot more transparent than I used to be, more open because, um, people kind of know who I am, even if I don't meet them first. Mm-hmm. So now rather than trying to be like a hermit and people find out information about me and ask me questions, I kind of put stuff out there. That's not how I've ever been in the past,
1: and okay. so
2: really just that, um, just just being out there and being accessible and transparent about my life with people. That's really the only thing that's changed. But as far as the discipline and the structure and the commitment, those things are, were have always been there.
0: Okay, so was that a difficult? So I mean, you make the change. Was that a difficult change? Because um, I'm, I'm assuming you know you being going from being a private person to You know, a little bit more exposed. Where you're, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're talking about how you how you feel about different things. You're, you're, you're showing. I mean, sometimes working out, at least for me, at least for me, working out is is fairly intimate. don't I don't have a whole (laughs) lot of gym pictures because because I'll be looking kind of bad in these pictures in these videos. So I guess that's a it's a change, right?
2: It was, yeah, and and it's still a work in progress. Like I still work at it, so like I kind of set myself up to where I want to make sure I make X amount of posts per week. And that just keeps it, you know, keeps me uh, consistent with my followers, but it's still a work in progress. I've not perfected it. I haven't arrived, but I'm doing a lot better at it. And um, most of the feedback that I get is positive. And so I'm excited about that. And the fact that I can have a positive impact on people that I don't have access to physically, like they're not here, but they follow me on Instagram. But I can have a, a positive impact on them, and so I'm enjoying it. But it, it is still a work in progress for me.
0: Yeah, you know what? Ever since I've kind of taken on the undertaking of um, where, where I, I'm trying to be more of a digital creator than just writing blogs and just you know doing an occasional podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, since then, that's I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I've, I've you know, I face is is that consistency to post to remind your followers so yep. i totally get that like it's yep. i got yelled at by one of my uh you know one of my peers they're just like yo you you're not posting enough so i'm like but you know i'll be trying to chill and you know let the you know, know.
2: <laughs> but even like on days if i don't feel up to putting the camera in my face i'll just go back through my camera roll and find something that i can mm. post you know like i, I got an iphone full of data and content that i can put out and so even on days where i don't feel like being live you know i still have old stuff i can post and so um it is important though to be consistent with people um because that you know they want to feel a part of what you're doing and they'll they'll commit to you but you got to be consistent with them
0: that's true so I, actually that's a good tip so maybe like on thursday just pull out an old post or you know an old little clip and just be like
2: yeah, you can do it Thursday, Thursday every week yeah. and then that's not even something that you have to create. It's just yeah. something old in your phone every Thursday. That's too
0: easy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like I I like where you're going. I'm learning so much from you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so all right, what's what's a day look like for you? So I I guess I'm going to split that up into okay. two parts because not only, not only are you know you do the bodybuilding, but you but you're also you know a, a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, obviously, I don't train that much. I'm, I'm working on it though. I'm getting I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm working on it because I've been getting yelled, I've been yelling at myself. But I guess how how's the life of a trainer? And then how do you? And then I guess my second part question is going to be how do you balance that with your own training?
2: Okay. So this is what I have learned to do. I prioritize myself. Okay. So I set up my schedule first, what time I want to do cardio, what time I want to train and do things for myself. And then I plug clients into those gaps Mm -hmm. because I, I used to do it the opposite where I would let clients pick their time. And then I'd be, you know, scrambling, trying to fit my stuff in around them. And I'd just be frustrated. And then I'd be like resentful because it's like I didn't get to do what I wanted to do for myself because I was training people, you know. So I prioritize myself, and and that's something I would recommend to anybody. Even if you're a personal trainer and you don't compete, you still got to look the part, and you still got to be healthy, and you still got to be fit. So schedule yourself first, and then plug people into those gaps. And then, So that's how I do it. So the first thing I do every morning is I wake up. Um, some mornings I like to wake up a little extra early if I want to meditate, use the foam roller, or something like that, but then I go do cardio. Then I take a morning group of clients. Okay, so there's the block of hours where I train people and then I have like a four-hour block for me where I, you know, eat, change, and then I train. Then I have an evening block of clients and I don't like to be at the gym late, so I cut that off at like 7.30 and then I'm home to do, you know, whatever personal things I want to do.
1: Okay, okay.
2: But the key to my schedule is to prioritize myself you know,
0: so there's no hard feelings and then plug people into those gaps. I, I yeah, that that's what I got to work on. I, I think <laughs> uh, I spend the most of my last couple of weeks, you know, kind of, kind of struggling because I'm, I'm, I'm not prioritizing myself. I'm not even prioritizing, you know, everything I'm doing, I'm trying to yep. uh, and be cap cap to save team. them. Yeah.
2: The the same way I put clients on a calendar, I put my stuff on my calendar too. Like, Mm. this is my cardio time. This is my massage time. That's important too. You know, so as far as I'm concerned, that's the priority. Then everybody else kind of comes right after that. And the the better I take care of myself, the better I can take care of my clients. But it can't be the other way around where, you know, I'm sacrificing myself for people. Then nobody's winning.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So a couple things that I, that I wanted to kind of, kind of, um, piggyback off of with, from what you said. So, um, one, um, you know, looking the part. Now I, I, now for me, I, I, I thought that I think that that's pretty important in, in what you do, but you know, I not throw shade. Sometimes I go to LA fitness. I see you, I see all <laughs> the guy with, with a belly about the size of me trying to tell me to do like some push-ups or something. So it's kind of hard. You know, to to get that buy in when you, you see someone that looks like you. Yeah. So how how important how important is the look the part?
2: For me, it's it's paramount because like you know, people spend money on advertising. When I walk around, I'm the billboard. Like True. that's the conversation piece. I don't have a shirt that says Trainer. People ask me that literally everywhere I go. So when I look the part, it's like the clients come to me. The money comes to me, and I'm not out chasing clients or, um, you know, like asking people if they want a trainer. they come up to me just by me walking into Walmart. But Mm. what do I have to do? I have to look the part. I have to keep myself in shape. I have to carry myself a certain way. Um, And then there's zero investment in advertising. The investment is into myself. And then that attracts more money or more clients.
0: That's that's a valid point. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So, so this problem is going to be like, my third podcast in a row where, where my guests has actually mentioned meditation. So I feel like, I feel like it's the universe is talking to me right now. Um, So, (laughs) so, so how often and how important is meditation for you?
1: It
2: is as important as the training to me. Mm. Um, because without that, it's like, I have to have moments where my mind can unravel where, you know, I'm able to clear my thoughts, embrace and understand what I'm feeling, acknowledge what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, what I really want from life. If those things aren't in place, then I'm just kind of running in the wild. But when I can meditate and sit back, I have these moments of clarity and then I know like where I want to go. Once I have that in check, that kind of guides my steps throughout the day. So it's so important. It's like, it's like resetting your compass every time. Mm -hmm. And so that guides your actions and what you allow and what you don't allow in your life, who you're going to spend time with and who you're going to cut loose, all that stuff. And it's important. Um, But you got to have that time of silence and you got to have that time by yourself um, to really get clarity, I think. And you know, I just think people are so distracted with TV and music and, like, when do you sit and actually, like, get in tune with yourself and listen to yourself and not, you know, politics or Facebook or, you know what I mean? Like,
0: right, listen to right. yourself
1: too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I found myself, so since um, probably last week, mm-hmm. um, I found myself trying to trying to do it more, so you know, I, I'll, especially when, um, Especially when I have like a little anxiety um, yep. beforehand, so yeah, let, be, let me be candid with you. I'm gonna tell, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up and tell you, so, tell you yeah. something. All right, so preparing for the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So every, every performance, you know, you 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 get a, you get a little bit of butterflies, right? And I'm talking to Brittany Campbell, so I'm, I got a little butterflies, right? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. So I was like, all right, well, let me just take a, sh- a shot. And I'm like, no, no, I can't take a shot because I'm talking to somebody who's a bodybuilder. So what I, what I did was that I, I meditated for like, uh, 10 minutes, okay, you know, yeah. just, you know, let, you know, I got up, I listened to some music, got my weighted jump rope. I started doing some jump rope. I'm like, okay. pretty good. I'm, I'm okay. probably not on your level, but I'm pretty good. And then, and then I did a couple of pushups. So I did about 25 pushups. I was okay. like, I got fired up. I was uh-huh. like,
1: all right.
0: Now I'm ready to do it. So
2: <laughs> that's how you can conquer your day. Like you can conquer anything that way if you just give yourself that time. And that's what I was talking about. Like some mornings, I'll, I'm going to wake up a little extra early to give myself that time. So I'm not starting my day in a rush. I'm right. starting it calm. I like to call it moving at a comfortable pace. I do not like to rush and be stressed for no reason. So I give myself the time to do the things I need to do and move at a comfortable pace. Um, but is that meditation time in there? Yeah, it has to be. That's that's a priority for me, so it's there. I
0: mean, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I I spend a lot of a lot of my time rushing, so that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, give yourself time so you can move comfortably, because you know that stress, the stress of rushing, starts to accumulate in the body. You know, mm-hmm. so give yourself. Wake up ten minutes earlier. You know, um, if you know it takes you twenty minutes to get somewhere, leave thirty minutes. You know, so you're not stressed out in traffic. I think that stuff adds up. So yeah. I try to keep things cool and calm. And if I'm running late for something, I'll shoot the text. Hey, I'm going to be five minutes late and I'm not going to worry about it. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to rush and be stressed either.
0: It makes a
1: lot of sense. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So you so you, you also talked about uh, massages. Yeah. So mas- regular massages, I, I'm, I'm assuming, are just... I, I would assume this is important in bodybuilding in general, but it, you, you would it's, recommend them.
2: It's it's there, It's like r- running maintenance on a car. Mm. It's like, how long are you going to drive your car and not get the oil changed? You got to do that stuff. Um, so, especially for a bodybuilder, because we probably put a little more physical stress on our bodies than the average, but you think about the impact you put on your body every day. When do you decompress your back? But there's you're constantly under gravity all day, so right. there's always a compression on your back. So when you decompress, so like massages and pedicures and, you know, I see people do all kind of stuff, dry needling, acupuncture, uh, chiropractic work, but all of it is like maintenance. And you think of your body like a machine that you use to get you through your life. Well, you got to run maintenance on it. And that's really all that is. But you can't drive yourself into the ground and not do that stuff and expect the body to keep giving you the result that you want. It won't.
0: True. True. Mm-hmm. So how, how how often do you, you get weekly? Is it?
2: So I, monthly? I like weekly. Um, I say probably biweekly, but there's some type of therapy going on every week. Mm. Something intensive for an hour to an hour and a half. But I like massages once a week. Yeah. Oh,
0: I got to start doing massages.
2: Yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, I like to do yoga. I go to yoga classes. That's helped me a lot. I started doing that this year in January. Mm. That's helped me actually with my training a lot.
0: Oh, so let's talk about that. how How has how has yoga helped? Because uh, I did see a video uh, of you doing yoga, and I was like, Ah, well, okay, then, you know.
2: So with yoga and the yoga practice, one of the ways that has benefited me is it's taught me to actually stop and pay attention to what I'm feeling in my body. Right. So you wake up, you brush your teeth, you go to work, you do all these things, but when do you actually like close your eyes and like scan your body with your mind to see what you're feeling physically? Mm. Well, Mm -hmm. in yoga, there's periods of time where you're, you know, you're guided through doing that. And we kind of like we'll scan our body. And I remember being in class one day and I was like noticing like, well, I feel pretty good except right here or right there. And Mm -hmm. so now when I train, I'm so much more connected with the muscle that I'm training, connected with my body, understanding Mm -hmm. what I'm feeling. And I listen to it like if something don't feel right, I stop, you know. Because I'm not going to injure myself, and so yoga's helped me in that sense tremendously. Just to be able to be more in tune with my own body and pay attention to it, and really listen to it.
0: Okay, okay, huh? I got to start doing yoga. I mean, I'm just making a list.
1: Add that to the list.
0: (laughs) Just add that to the list, man. Brittany, you trying to keep me like really busy? I'm not gonna have time to do any content. Like I'm, I'm I'm about to be doing jump rope and push ups and, and meditation and massages
2: all the time you're talking health and wellness, that's a lifestyle. It's not like one thing that you do. It's a way of living. Mm. And so the way I live is to create a body that's, you know, healthy, strong, pain free. So all this stuff is a part of that. And, you know, it's it really is a lifestyle. It's not just the workouts. It's all the stuff I do when I'm not in the
1: gym too.
0: True. True. All right. So Take me behind the scenes, all right. So like are you at the you're at competitions. You you you've been in um plenty of competitions. Yeah. Um how is it, you know, behind the scenes? Is, is there like if, okay, let me let give you from, from my perspective. In my mind, because I, I got a crazy imagination. In my mind, it's okay. like um bodybuilding slash like, you know, like miscongeniality. So people like are sabotaging people, like you gotta you gotta watch your back at all times. You know, you, you might have to fight somebody. No, nah. okay, I didn't think so. I didn't think so.
2: Let me tell you something. People be so, like, (laughs) it depends. (laughs) So there's different categories in the sport. Like, there's the figure division. There's bikini. Each one of them has their own vibe. And, like, the bodybuilders, the guys, they're, like, they're almost like zombies backstage. They ain't paying us no attention. They're so into themselves. Maybe they're hungry, dehydrated, whatever, like. Ain't nobody really paying nobody attention backstage. Let me just put that out there. So, okay. um, but I will tell you within the bodybuilding community, like leaving my bag backstage, stuff like that, we don't, we don't, it's like a code. Like if anything, we're looking out for each other is, mm. you know, I've never had an issue with anybody backstage ever. I've never had like a bad thing happen backstage. And I leave my stuff back there, you know, my wallet, my, you know, like my suit, everything. Right. I've never had an issue like that.
0: Right, so so how how I guess I know every competition is probably different, and you as you just stated. So yeah. how I mean, do you do you participate in, in in all of those competitions, or is it is it one set one that you did you do versus? How does that work? I'm I'm completely clueless.
2: So there's a couple shows. There are two. One of them you have to be. There are two really really big shows every year. Okay, one is the honor, one's the Olympia. The Arnold Classic, you have to be invited to. The Olympia, you have to qualify for. So that's how those two shows happen every year. The other shows, at the beginning of the year, the Pro League will put out a schedule. And I'll look over the schedule and figure out which shows work best for me. Based on where they are, when they are. Is it a one-day show or a two-day show? And then there's also tiers to the show. I'm looking at the prize money, like, Stuff like that, so I kind of get. You have the freedom to pick what shows you do, but gotcha. those two big shows, you know, those are set in stone if you get invited or you qualify, you know. And and actually, the Olympia is coming up mid December, and that's what I'm getting ready for right now.
0: Okay, okay. So you 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 for it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, you're four time, right? This is your four five. five.
1: <laughs> hey. Yeah.
2: Fifth trip today, so I'm super, super. And I will tell you, this is my fifth one. That I've I've not been this excited about it before. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. I've been having so much fun this year. Um, I got a new coach. Uh, uh, his name is Joseph Cortez. Back in March, okay. And I, I'm gonna tell you, I've been having a ball ever since. And so I'm really looking forward to this Olympia. I'm I'm super excited about it.
0: Well, good. So so not only not only that you you uh, you got invited to to the Arnold next year, right? So it's in March.
2: That hasn't come out yet. I have been invited to the Arnold, I believe four times Um, more than likely, you know, you, you, that's something you want to get invited to. Right. COVID has changed a lot of stuff. So we, I haven't even seen a date for the Arnold yet, to be honest. So I'm not sure how all that's going to happen or when, but um, I would love to be invited again. If so, it would be my fifth trip to the Arnold too.
0: That's what I'm talking about. See, I, I'm talking to a celebrity. I'm 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 so hyped for you. Now I don't know. I am super proud of you because I I know I, I know the hard work it takes for that. And then just look, I, I feel connected watching you on oh oh <laughs> on IG. So
1: my social media,
2: that's what I'm trying to create. Like, well, I'll say with Instagram, that's my favorite platform. I yeah. want people to feel like they're actually a part of it. So like when there's this success on my part, I want people to feel like it's theirs too, you know, and so that's kind of what you're saying that's what i'm trying to create and so i'm, I'm glad that you said that because that's that's the goal of the social media like it's not for me it's really just to get people involved and let them be a part of this journey with me so it's not just me by myself
0: right right and it's, and it's not just you by yourself because you know looking at your ig and speaking of goals relationship uh-huh. goals you know they is with you and, and, and competing with you as well Com- yeah. So how, so talk about that
2: Okay, so okay, I don't, I don't. Okay, so the story started with Joseph Cortez, who's my new coach. Yeah, he is Jamal's coach too, and he actually kind of set us up on the slide.
1: We, oh,
2: he kind of did it. So anyway, uh, yeah, met Jamal, and that was like a instant connection. He was competing as an amateur at the time. And went on to do a national show, earned professional status a few months back, and um, so the show in Spain was his first pro show. And oh, okay, it was super, super special. I'm so, so proud of him.
0: Okay, I, and I and I know that I know that was special. I, I saw the uh, I saw when you took his phone back <laughs> backstage. Oh, you know?
2: yeah, I saw yeah. that. I so so what happens is. We were backstage together and the expediters came back and called for his category to leave. Okay. So they take them into another area where they start to get their like final touches before they go on the stage. And so he had left his phone and I left a message for him to see, because I figured when he came back, I would be leaving. So we were going to spend like this time apart from each other, but I was just so, so proud of him and wanted him to know it. So. I
0: did that. And uh, I didn't it, know he was going to post it on Instagram. It was, it was beautiful. It was, I like, I looked at it, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just need so
1: how,
0: so, so how, how important is it to have a significant other that gets it, that, that understands the yeah. training, that understands the sacrifice, that understands what you have to do?
2: It really makes a difference. Like. Um, and, and Jamal and I, one of the first conversations we had in the gym was about that very thing, because, um, when I met Jamal, I think he had asked me, I don't know how relationships came up. And I was like, look, I've been single. I don't date. I don't try to date that. That's how I came at him. Like, I don't even try to date because it's so hard to find somebody that really, and guys will see you and say, oh, you're pretty old. I like you. Oh, I want to date you. And they love what you do until they have to understand what it takes for you to get there. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody that does it, too, and understands it and supports you while you do it makes a world of difference. Because you may have some guys, too, it's like they understand, but they're not going to support you doing it. Right. They do it, but they're not going to mm-hmm. support you and embrace you and let you shine, too. And so with him, that, you know, I just, I don't know. He, he was God sent. and. You know, it's it's really special. It's really made a difference, and it's made this process a lot more easy and fun. Because I don't have to explain like why I'm dog tired, or yeah. um, if I say I'm at the gym, you know, it's not like well, why are you still at the gym? I used to hate getting questions like that, but he understands it, and so you know, like, it's you, what what you
0: I mean, mean? Why I'm still at the gym? I'm I'm training.
2: I'm-, <laughs> I'm telling you, guys will love a fit woman until they realize how much time she has to put into her craft, mm. and. You Know and it's all playing games until you want to take her out to eat, and she says no, like, there's no restaurant food, there's no going out, there's no partying and drinking, and all that stuff. And so, guys, Mm. it's like they want to date you until they find out what it takes for you to be you, and then you know it gets a little tricky. So,
0: I guess that's a good point. I I didn't even think about that, like,
2: yeah, oh, it's all playing games until you know you want to go out, or like, and and people in the things that people take for granted, like, hey, we're just gonna hit the drive-through real quick, no. Like we're gonna go home and cook this fish and this <laughs> asparagus and eat that. You know, <laughs> so he gets it because he does it too, and I and I really really appreciate him for not just understanding what I do, but also supporting me while I do it.
0: I think this brings me to a, a, another question. So how how do you date when 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 everything is so limited? I, like, I, is it is it more so of just spending more so of spending time together than than actually like you know, going on, because most people think to themselves, I'm going on out, I'm going, I'm having a drink restaurant. You just shut all that down.
2: So when, when we train, that's what I call a date. So like <laughs> I'll do, I'll post the uh, Instagram video of us training. And I'm like, yeah, it's a date. It's a Friday. Like this is our day on a Friday night, mm-hmm. we in the gym, but our goals are the same. And so it works for us because he has goals in the sport. And so do I. And so we just bring it together and that's what we do. And we enjoy doing it. And so, um like, last weekend we were together. We had a Sunday. Sundays are typically our rest days. We're just, like, kicking back, watching TV, you know. But when it's time to train, we we put our shoes on and go to work together. And that's the day. That's how it goes. Being yeah. staying together, you know, was a really good experience. Um We stayed some days after the show. So, we could just, you know, spend time together.
1: And yeah. Keep yeah
2: So, but yeah the date is the gym. that's that's but that's our lifestyle that's what we do you know other people wouldn't understand it but we do and so it works for us
0: well i'm i'm definitely happy for you because i because I, as it, it, soon as we started talking about this i saw the face light up so i know <laughs> that i i I know how how that that spark you get when you're in that relationship so i'm i'm, I'm happy for you
2: it's super i'm so blessed like And I tell people, like, I got to be the luckiest girl in the world. Like, I feel like I have the best of everything, the best parents, the best coach, the best partner. Like, I I feel super blessed, super grateful, and I appreciate it. Like, and so when it comes to Jamal, like, I just appreciate who he is and how he is with me. I I really, really appreciate it.
0: All right. So, it's time to get to the nitty -gritty. gritty. All right. So. (laughs) <laughs> obviously I need, I need some tips, right? <laughs> so, um, what can I do? I mean, do I need to start like doing like five push push-ups a day? I mean, no, I'm I'm joking. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I actually, during COVID is when I started because, you know, you, you know, gyms were shut down. So I actually started doing a, a, a pushup regimen where I, I would, I would try to at least do a hundred a day. Okay. Now, that took a while to get there, but I'm yeah. proud of the fact that I got there. So, but b- awesome. b- before I started, it was, I, I could knock out a hot three at a time, and then you know, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean,
0: I mean, yeah, you know, just just the world know? You know, I it's, it's be good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now I can I can do 25 at a time, so I'm like,
1: okay, all right,
0: somewhere. So I I get that nutrition is probably most important.
2: I like how you're trying to just glance over that part but go ahead
0: no no go ahead go ahead
1: no
2: it's nutrition
1: oh.
2: it's 90 people say it's 80% nutrition it's like 99.99% nutrition that's the truth and nobody uh. wants to talk about that nobody wants uh. to accept it and I've come to terms with it like it doesn't matter how many times I say that some people are just not going to accept it but that's where it's at because you got to think about there's a million people that work out all the time But Mm -hmm. there's very few that can put on a teeny bikini and get on stage.
1: So Mm -hmm. what's
2: the difference? It's what you're putting in your body. And that's determining the outcome that you have. And that's 99. I'm not going with 80% anymore. Because I... I think even telling people that it's is eighty percent, they still underestimate how important it is. It's it's everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you right. you you can sit there and tell me eighty percent. I'm I'm like, well, that means I can get oh, like yeah, at least right. a couple cookies. Of, I'm gonna you know, start wheat.
2: telling people it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the process is nutrition. That's that's what I'm sticking with from now on. Maybe then okay. We'll do so
0: that. so, what does a person need to eat? Like, is it because I I, I guess because. I know people that do these fad diets. I know they're like, oh, let me cut carbs here. And then all of a sudden they eat carbs and then they blow back up and then yeah, all yeah. these other diets. What does this person need to eat?
2: Okay. So there's many different names for many different methods of eating, right? You have keto or low carb or some people protein cycle. There's intermittent fasting. There's, there's all these different methods, okay? But if I had to... Just say one thing that could work for absolutely everybody. And this is elementary right here. If it has a label and it has something on it that you can't pronounce, don't eat it. Mm. Okay? Because if you don't understand what it is, neither does your body. Okay? So (laughs) let's lean more toward like one word, food, fish, asparagus broccoli let's try to get to things that don't have a label but when there is a label involved look at it so let's look at it and once you get to something you can't pronounce or you don't know what it does or what it's for or what it is don't eat it don't put it in your body you know you know what i mean i think that's where a lot of people go wrong and we don't question these things that we put in our body that we don't understand and and that's that's why you don't and that's why some people are like, oh, I don't know how I gained the weight. Well, I don't know how. I don't know why I can't lose the weight. Well, you don't have a good understanding of what you're putting in your body. Right. Okay. Right. So now, so if you're going to a drive-thru, there's no telling. There's They don't even put labels on the stuff. But right. if you're buying foods, just try to keep things at one word, like simple things, oats, rice, fish, chicken, right? These are all one words, no label. Mm-hmm. Once there's a label, that's when things start to get tricky and people are starting to put things in their bodies that, you know, aren't intended to be there in the first place.
0: So so no two words like protein bar. Cause
2: So so here's the thing. It's a protein bar until you look at the label. And the label's like this long. Yeah. You're getting a whole lot more than protein. Yeah. You're getting all kind of like uh preservatives and like really, like protein bars, I'm sorry, they're crap.
1: And, mm. and
2: and it's not a real thing. Like we're now eating things that are created in buildings, right? Where's the yep. protein? Where do you? Where can you grow a protein bar or catch a protein bar?
0: think get Sam's Club or something.
2: You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but that's <laughs> maybe, you know, like a lab or or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. Like, where do these things come from that we're putting in our bodies? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I know yeah. where. Like, if I eat a wild Alaskan salmon, I know where that came from. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. so so I think that's where most people go wrong is that we're putting things in our body that were never intended to be there. And so the re- the reaction that we get from the body is undesirable.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I, it's,
2: like, it's just like like if you take your okay, you you got a car, right? Right. What do you put in your gas tank? Um
0: oh, gas. Okay.
2: Okay. Put gas in it. What right. if I gave you like a bottle of soda and said, here, try to put this in your gas tank? You probably on gas. Probably, right.
0: probably wouldn't
2: but people no. do that with their bodies all the time I'm hungry so I'm gonna hit this drive through I don't know what it is exactly in it but I'm hungry I'm gonna eat it Yeah, we do that to our bodies but we won't do it to our cars I'm just saying
0: yeah I, I definitely wouldn't put a Snickers in the gas tank no
2: but you see what I'm saying but you'll put yeah. it in your body and yeah. i but you, but you see what I'm saying? Like you No, I
0: get it. I I totally get it. You
2: can't just put anything in a car. You shouldn't be okay with just putting anything in in your body either. That's the simplest way. I think that's where people should start. But there's so many methods. I see why people get confused. But my thing is this: if you don't know what it is, don't eat it. Okay. How about that? We start right there, and so, then you're uh, kind of on the right path.
0: And so, what what advice would you offer to somebody that's like a foodie? A foodie. So, you know. Food, I, I know you're supposed to, you know, eat to live and not live to eat, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you know, sometimes some nice little fancy rest. What what advice do you give to a foodie? Same 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 nice, it's-
1: things.
2: are okay in moderation, but okay. this this is the hard truth that don't nobody want to hear. You just got to choose what you want more, mm. and don't complain. I don't want to hear the complaint. Like if you know you love junk food, eat it but don't complain to me about, you know, I want to lose weight and why, you know, I want to hear it. Like eat your junk food and be happy. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. And I even tell my clients this like, my goal for you is not for you to do what I want you to do. My goal for you is for you to love yourself, take care of yourself and be happy with what you see in the mirror. Mm. If you can eat junk food and you happy, I want you to be happy. Cause what's the use of me telling you to eat like this, eat like that, and you're miserable? I don't want you to be miserable. I want you to be happy. Cause this True. is your life to live. So you just have to know what makes you happy. If you're eating foods that cause an undesirable undesirable result, and you're not happy, you got to fix it. If you're happy, you're good. Don't even you know, none of it. True.
1: Okay. All right. Like, so hey, I'll
2: use Jamal as an example. Okay. This man is. An amazing creation of God. Let me let me just say that he can kind of eat whatever he wants. And I remember one day, it, w- it was after Spain, right? We we was going in, and one morning he woke up. He was like, "Yo, I woke up so tight this morning," and you know, I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I went in the bathroom, and my belly was all out. I was unhappy. So he can do it. Me, I can't because when I did it, I didn't like the result. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he can yeah. have
2: all the Cracker Barrel breakfast and the burgers. <laughs> the man just he's amazing and he looks like a freaking statue right now. Like it doesn't matter. But me I'm bloated. I'm uncomfortable. I can't breathe. You know
0: like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you- I have
2: to do the things that make me happy. What makes me happy? Um having low blood pressure and like <laughs> You know what I mean, and yeah. how my clothes fit matters to me, stuff like that. So I do things that are in alignment with that goal for me. Okay. So it's different for different people. I guess it's different
0: for different people. Yeah. So all right, let, let's say that I have I, I'm eating better now. So now I'm eating I'm eating one word stuff now. So now it's time for me to get to this gym. Yeah. What What am I doing?
1: So here's a
2: great resource for people that they can use. Okay. Well, first let me say this. When it comes to exercise, you have to find what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Some people really love CrossFit. Not me so much. I really mm-hmm. love bodybuilding. Some people really love dancing or skating or martial art. You have to do something that you enjoy because if it's something you enjoy, you'll be consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's start there. I don't think weightlifting is for everybody because they're, not everybody's going to be happy in the gym. Okay, But if weightlifting is something you want to get into, there's a great resource, bodybuilding.com. I tell people, about, they don't pay me to say this. It's just a great resource. You can literally go on there, print entire workouts where you can fill in stuff, anything you want. That's a great resource. They have like training, nutrition advice. Bodybuilding.com is where I would say, just start there, do some digging in there. And then you can actually print workouts and take them to the gym with you and then follow those. that's free everything on there is free that's the beauty of it
0: all right so people like free people do like free
2: bodybuilding.com it's a free resource for anybody especially if you're looking to get into like weight training uh that's a
1: great place to start
0: all right good i'm gonna start there because i I, again weight training is not for me but i I think you you did give sound advice as far as um do something that you enjoy
2: enjoy, yeah Yeah. i really love weight like i love like I got these big calluses in my hand. Like I like that. Some people like um, playing soccer or tennis. Like do your thing. Be so you'll be consistent about it. Okay. And I understand that you know bodybuilding is not for everybody. It's just the thing that I really enjoy, and that's why I've been able to do it for so long because I'm not miserable doing it.
0: Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. All right, I do have to answer this question because I have spoken to. Um, a lot of of my female friends.
1: Okay.
0: And, you know, when, when, when we, you know, we start talking about losing weight and working out, I'm like, okay, yeah. And, and, and I'll do my research. I'm a nerd. So I'll do the research. So some of the stuff you told me about, I'm just hard headed. I need to learn whatever, but <laughs> don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. But, um, One of the things I'll mention, I'll I'll mention about, you know, the benefits of of cardio and strength training Mm -hmm. Um, because it it helps to, you know, it helps burn fat both ways. So most, a lot of, a lot of, I'm going to say most, a lot of women who I talk to, they, they have this whole stereotype when it comes to, I'm not, I'm not doing lifting no weights. Okay. Why would, why would you encourage uh, women to lift weights?
2: There's so many benefits to lifting weights. One of the things that there's so many misconceptions around it,, mm. but the shape of muscle that's developed is so beautiful, like the roundness I think girls think they'll look more manly
1: yes but that's a the that's the point
2: muscle is round, and sometimes in bodybuilding, we call it like um muscle belly, like shape, so when I look at my physique, for example, I'm looking for shape everywhere. Nothing's flat, nothing's boxy. A developed muscle is round, especially in uh black people. It's mm-hmm. genetic, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think if women knew the actual shape of muscle, they would appreciate it a little bit more. Okay? So for women that are getting a little bit older, it really becomes important to uh add resistance training into your regimen because it saves off osteoporosis. So mm-hmm. we start to lose our bone density but weight training, like, not only can it keep that off, but it can actually reverse it where it's already started. And so, I recommend it to all women. Um, and to me, like, and you don't have to lift heavy, you don't have to get into powerlifting, but just train the muscle so it's strong, um, and it supports your your body and supports your movement.
0: I think and the I... shape
2: of muscle is it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the shape of a muscle is actually round. But what happens is, if you develop a muscle and there's a lot of body fat on top of it, you never get to see it. That's
0: mm, all. Okay. Okay. See, I, 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 I'm glad you broke that down because I, I, I spoke to a, you know, I, I know I spoke to one of my friends, you know, like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to interview someone who's, who's, who's a bodybuilder, and okay. it was, it, and she was like, oh, bodybuilder. Oh, I was yeah. like, because because that's what they, you know, that's that's the common misconception in the head. It's like, oh, but I see bodybuilders. They be, you know, they kind of be looking all, you know, masculine. I said, no, 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 and I and, and, and because I, I support you, so I went right to your <laughs> right to your IG. I'm like, not this one. And I and, and, and she was like, oh, okay. See, now if I was lifting weights, that's how I would want to look. <laughs> and that's idea <laughs> so of
2: bodybuilding to me is like your body becomes a canvas and you can create what you want. Like if you want more of something, you can train it like to develop. I love everything about it. It really is an art, but what I really appreciate about it is the ability to create the look that I want. So the body that I have is the one that I want to create, even more so than what the judges picked or you know what I'm saying? Like I've got to be happy with this and I have an opportunity every day to get up and do things that create the physique that I want for myself. And I really love that about bodybuilding. Yeah. All
0: right. You know what? You, you have definitely inspired me. Um, one, one last question that yeah. just popped in my head. So, okay. um, uh, and I know you can't speak for every gym, you no. know, you, you know, you have to the Google. Yeah. They're all different. Yeah. Um, uh, should people feel safe going to the gym during a pandemic? The million dollar <laughs>
1: question.
2: That's a loaded question. It's
0: um, It's a very loaded question. Yeah. Let me
2: tell you why. So, granted, um, let me be careful here. So, coronavirus is a real thing, right? And it it's mm-hmm. happening. I believe that a person's immune system has a lot to do with how it affects them if they come in contact with it. Right. Okay. So let's just start with making sure that we're doing everything in our power to be healthy and improve our immune system and not cause damage to it. Right. So I will tell you here locally, some gyms have mandates that you have to wear a mask inside the gym. Okay. The gym where I am currently training does not. So it's, it's, you know, under this um, president, it's not like these mandates are coming from higher. He's leaving the power up to the states. Right. The states, like I'm in Texas, things are a little bit lax here. I'm gonna just tell you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the gym where I'm at, mostly we do not have to wear a mask now. Do I feel unsafe? I don't, and um, I just don't. One reason is because I know that I take really good care of myself. Right. And I just believe this, that I have an immune system that would sustain me if I were to come in contact with the virus. Right. Okay. Some of the gyms do have people wear masks. And so it's up to you. But if you have to wear a mask in the gym, wear it. But don't use anything as an excuse to not take better care of yourself. Because not taking care of yourself is not going to help you. So, for example, I have a client that she works at a hospital, right? Mm -hmm. And she works with children. And so, and you know, and I understand why she doesn't want to be in the gym because she's going to go and be around children with a compromised immune system, right? Right. So I train her online. She has like stuff at her house and I just coach her through the computer. And the moral of that story is like the woman won't make an excuse to not take care of herself. So we're up at 5 in the morning getting this done because she got to be at the hospital at 7. So she's not even coming to a gym, but she's not going to allow that to stop her from taking care of herself because she understands the importance of being strong and healthy and taking care of the body and the immune system. Okay, so um, that was a long answer, but it was a hard
0: question. No, that was a, it was a hard question, but it was a great answer because okay. um, I think a lot of people struggle with that. and And, and it's like you said, you, you can use anything as an excuse if, yeah. you, if you if you don't want to really do something. So,
2: But I'm going to tell you, sitting at home and not taking care of your body won't help you, you know, because we can't control where we come in contact with this virus. It could come from somebody delivering something to your house. We don't know. Right. Okay. But the best defense we have is our immune system. That's it. That's what's going to save us ultimately, because it's not like we have a surefire protocol to fix it, Right. So just do things to improve your immune system, eat a healthy diet, get good rest, drink plenty of water and exercise. That's what any doctor will tell you. If it comes to being healthy, keeping your immune system strong, those are the things you have to do. So do those things. And if you have to wear a mask, if it makes you feel more comfortable to wear a mask, they have the really light cotton ones that are really breathable.
0: Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah.
2: But By all means, take care of yourself and do exercise.
0: I'm gonna start after I get off here. I, I got some push-ups waiting on me. Yes, <laughs> Freddie, thank you so much for joining me. This was a, this was great. You yeah. any, anything that you want to you want to plug? You want to plug your social media things that you're working on? Go yeah. right ahead. So,
2: my absolute favorite social media platform is Instagram. Okay, mm-hmm. and my Instagram is all about allowing people to be a part of the process while it actually happens. And I think it's so important that I show content as it happens, because it's not like I'm telling you about something I did back in the day. You're seeing it happen. You're seeing what I do and you're seeing the results. Uh, like you said, like my family, I'm, I'm so transparent about like my relationship, everything good and beautiful in my life. I'm sharing it with people. Um, and Instagram is where I like to do it. It's Go Figure Brittany. On Instagram, and if you DM me, I'm gonna write you back. Okay, so True. Um, on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my favorite platform. I just feel like it connects me to people really well. And by all means, if you have questions or um, anything you want to run by me, I'm I'm an open book and a free resource for you to use. Um, it's I'm very passionate about giving back. I've learned so much and benefited from this sport so much. Um, I just want to be able to share it with people, and Instagram helps me do that. And so that's Where you can find me for the most part, if you want to email me, it's gofigurebrittany at gmail.com. I try to keep it all uniform, and um, yeah, I, I'm getting ready for the Olympia right now, so you'll start seeing a lot more training videos from me. But you're gonna see Bay all day because that's a very important part of my life. My boss friends, you're gonna see them mcava, Tiffany, Dale. Um, right. I like these are the women that, that inspire, and I and you know, people say best friends, but. My friends are bosses. And so that's what I call them. And so you'll see them. You'll see my family. Um, Yeah, just. But if you have questions or anything, I really do reach out. Don't be afraid to. I'll be more than happy to help you in any way that I can.
0: Perfect. That was great. So, all right. Thank you once again for for doing this. I I really appreciate it.
2: Mm -hmm. Anytime.
0: Brittany Campbell, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank Brittany uh, for being such a great guest We had <laughs> we had a lot of fun Despite a lot of different things That was going on in the background um, You know, she got a package In the middle of the time frame I had a noisy neighbor that was banging on the ceiling So I tried to edit that out as much as possible It was crazy, but we had so much fun It was a very lively conversation And even spoke a little bit afterwards So um, we could be working together in, in the near future Now, I just want to just tell you We are halfway through Season one. And yeah, I've decided to do seasons because um, since I give so much content out on com, please go ahead and, and go to that site, whatever you deem necessary. And you can also subscribe so you won't miss a single post, whether it's a podcast, a blog, whatever. Um, but since I'm doing so much content, I want to do it in seasons. So um, season one is halfway done. I'm going to do 10 episodes and then. Thereafter, and give me a chance to get ready for the 2020 Damn Awards. And if and if you have been around me for the last, I don't know, 15 years or so, you know that it's a very special time of year where I give my year in awards honoring the great people who who does everything from from music to art, to just just being a great person, professional, friend, supporter, who names it? You name it. I name it. Someone names it. Um, But (laughs) it usually, I usually work on it now. And then, um, you know, around January 1st, that's when we release it. So it's an it's an endeavor that takes a lot of time. So I'm about to get started on that. Actually, just started on it this week. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, Until next time, I'll see you next week.